such a lot of living to do. They're sassy, sexy, spunky, witty, and best of all, opinionated. They are the girlfriends. And now here are Shelly, Whitney, and Shauna. Hi, everyone. It's the girlfriends minus one. I am Shelly MacArthur, and I'm here with my girlfriend, Whitney Lasky. Hey, hey, hey. And we're missing the girl with the body image problem. Why is she not here today because she has a body image problem? No, she's here because she's stuffing herself up. <laughs> Lots of sausage and cheese and ice cream. She's in cheese. Dairy head. products. Yeah, Shelly, she- dairy products. <laughs> she's in the... <laughs> She's in the <laughs> cheese land area. You know, we could have a lot of fun today since Sean is not yeah, here. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's pimp the susta. Anyhow, we are here today and we are snaps to the Blackhawks. Yeah, Blackhawks. Hey, Chicago, let's go. We were rooting for you guys and we are so excited and they brought the cup back and hopefully today on our program we're going to have a surprise guest who was at the Boston uh, playoff game with the Bruins and who's also attending the parade in the front car. So So exciting. My sister lives in Toronto, and her kids are all about Boston. She's kind of ingrained in them early on, like, that they have no relative merit as human beings unless they go to Harvard. So she figured, like, if she would start, it's like, some parents, when they do the flashcards over the crib, you oh, know, my par- my sister did that with like Harvard, you know, <laughs> just like all the bling from Harvard. You know, here's the mascot. Here's the logo. She did that like over the crib. So oh, now the funny. kids think, you know, that Harvard and Boston is where it's at. So they were all about Boston, Boston, Boston. And of course, we were all about Blackhawks, Blackhawks, Blackhawks. And, uh, you know, it's nice to say, as the older sister, as I'm sure you can attest, Shelly, that it's nice to be right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, Boston, I thought, played like it was the last game they were ever Ooh, going to yeah. play. They were fierce. They wanted it. They wanted it. And they were fierce. I mean, it was, they were flying on the ice. It was amazing. And I don't know what it is about Chicagoans with sports, but we love our sports. We know? love them. You know, we, we've got, you know, the, the Bears, the Blackhawks, you know, the Bulls, we, the Bulls you know, we've got, uh, you know, the Cubs and the Sox and, <clears throat> so, you know, Chicagoans just absolutely love their sports and we kind of live for it. And I think it's sort of a gauge of the seasons. And it's interesting how long hockey has become in terms of, you know, it, it doesn't end till the summer now. You know, it's it's a long, long season for hockey. It seems like they must play a million games. But you know, it's a long season, you know, and gets when you I through the winter, well, you know, you're a hockey mom, a goalie mom. And I was a goalie mom because yeah. my second son, Scott, was a goalie. And I, I mean, and I'm very glad that my youngest son gave up hockey. That's how immense a career it is. Scott never took a family vacation with us. Never. Yeah. Went all through high school and college. Never was around Christmas because he was playing in tournaments and then spring break, he was in tournaments. Right. And summer, he trained. He was so dedicated to the sport. So I'm just so proud of these guys, and I know how much they work. I think just almost out of any sport, hockey is... It really is... It takes your life. It I takes mean, it, your it's life. It's a lot of time, and it's a culture that, you know, once you're in it... You know, I remember with my older one, too, when he quit, I was so happy... And then when the little one just was begging me and begging me and begging me, and, you know, finally I was like, oh, okay. But once you're in it, you know, you're in it. 
I mean, there's no, you you're in no it. life outside of it. And you know, it's interesting. Um, yeah, there is no life. And the games are Friday and Saturday. You're in a cold rink. You're, you know, driving. Eating to, nachos. And- eating nachos and junk food. And, but um, having both our sons be goalies, it's interesting raising a goalie because I really think Crawford played the most incredible game. What an incredible guy that, that hockey player is. But an interesting personality. Interest, they, they have a different mindset, goalies. When you think that you're the last, very last glory position of a team, you are the final, the last and most important person that the whole team counts on. And the pressure that you have to endure. It is tremendous pressure. I don't know what Scott was like when he was a goalie, but I can tell you with Brett, if he has a game at four o'clock in the afternoon, he's up at six thirty in the morning and he's like thinking about it. That's how Scott And then it's was. like, what time is it? What time is it? What time is it? When are we going? Where is it? You know, then I have to show him the map of where we're going, you know, who's the team. Then we have to go to the team's website and look it up. I mean, well, he that's gets, good, but he, he just gets so strung, strung out. Yeah. He really gets nervous. And so does Scott, you know, and it is a different, you know, and then I go in the locker room and the, you know, the kids, when he was younger, when I could go in the locker room, the kids are just having a good time and, you know, not Except the goalie. for the goalie. <laughs> the goalie does not have a good the time. The goalie is throwing up in the garbage bucket, you know. But do you know what the interesting thing is? I mean, Whitney, when you say that, I've been thinking about this just for the moment that you were talking about that. Here, Brett and Scott, they're being two goalies. And here you and I are with our personalities and Shauna. Very intense people. Yeah. Um, you know, here, Brett, very intense. Even if he's hosting his birthday party, he's still very intense. It's yes. not like he's letting go and having fun. Scott, the same way, although Scott does let go and he has fun. Um, but it's really an interesting dynamic of a personality because you and I are very intense. And, yeah. you know, when, when we talk about what do people ask us and people have called in and asked us, what do you girls do to have fun? And, we have we, to research that. <laughs> we have to research that because you know what? We don't have that much. I'm we not have, really sure what that would be. We're yeah. having fun now. I mean, this is kind of what we, we don't release that much. We are always kind of, we are, we're like, we're project people. We're project and I think, people. You know, we have to admit at this phase of our life that we get a high from being doing creative things and doing projects. I mean, that's our fun. I know, but it's kind you know, of crazy. It's work, but work is fun. I mean, to me, you well, know, work is fun. That's what my fun is. And when I'm not stressed and I'm not working, then I'm like, I'm not really having that much fun. I'm not either. It's like, hurry up and relax. I know. I know. And <laughs> you know what? I don't know. Maybe there's something wrong with us because I think. You think? We need. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. That's not a hard question. This is actually really fun. Doing the girlfriends. It is fun. I, I, I want to tell you, I moved Brett because um, he, you know, the older one's going away to school and. Their rooms are downstairs, and he's like, "Mom, can I can I move my room upstairs to the guest room?" So I said, "Yeah, sure." So he's like, "Look, what, let's make a list of things that I, you know that I want to move from downstairs to upstairs, right?" I'm like, "Okay," and he's like, "And Mom, I want this room to be flawless." And I oh think, my God, I think that's what it is. It's that personality of the goalie of this perfectionist, not wanting anything to get past you. This is your little house. And, you know, it's what kinda, room is he taking? He's taking the guest room um, upstairs and, you know, he wants to defeminize it, you know, 
Um, we've added a lot of hawk stuff already. <laughs> yeah, but how nice. But I mean, so, well, so you'll have a whole guest yeah. suite Well, and downstairs. as you know, yeah, and as you know, I've, you know, had the dog now because I was. The too, dog is back to our listeners. You know, the dog's been at the nanny's for yes. the last year. Um, I, I've, the dog has been for six months sleeping at the nanny's because the husband um, really told me that if I ever got a dog, he would divorce me. And and was, guess what? She got a dog. And so I brought home a dog and, uh, you know, he still he hasn't divorced, he you. hasn't divorced me, but he told me that the dog was not welcome in the house until the dog was housebroken. And if he was in the house, the dog better not be in the house. And, oh, um, Jerry, haven't you? Done? Yeah. Oh. And the dog's been sleeping at the day. So I finally, you know, my, the big, you know, I'm like a summertime, that's it. I don't, you know, divorce me if you want, but I'm bringing the dog in. And so now, you know, it's been really, um, it's been a lot of work. I mean, I, I, I didn't realize how, you know, it, it's a lot Does of work. Does the dog still stay in his crate or is he not in a crate sleeping with the boys or what's he doing? Um, the dog is up in Brett's new room, sleeping on the floor next to him. And I've been putting her oh, in the nice. crate when no one's home. So... Nice. So far, so good. But like I said, um, at your baby shower the other day, you know, I want to put them in like a pack and play. And, you know, I, <laughs> you know, I have to, I remember that it is a dog, but this dog has brought so much joy to our lives. I mean, to my son's life. And know, he great. was, you know, just deathly afraid of dogs and, you know, having kids that are 10 years apart. And, you know, I, know. I can just see you this. You have is, to get a dog. You have to. And it's been so good for him. I mean, it really has brought him out and, you know, he brushes her and helps me walk her and feed her. And it's just been, it's been wonderful. It's been great. Well, dogs are, dogs are just amazing. They're just amazing creatures. But I'm glad. I'm glad to see the cubby is back home where he should be. But I did think when I was like walking, you know, it's, you know, 630 in the morning the other day with like my pink bag of poop in my hand. Like, oh, here's <laughs> a new accessory that I hadn't thought of. <laughs> oh, no, they've got so many now, you know. Yeah, but, you know, it's just so weird to be picking up poop from the sidewalk and, you know, walking around with, like, swinging it like it's a, you know, like it's a handbag until you get to the next garbage can. That you know? is true. <laughs> that is true. But anywho, so we've got a lot of things we're going to talk about today, but we did want to um, do a shout-out to the Blackhawks. Um, and we're, we're proud of you. Oh, the street I live on was Oh, tell, tell our listeners. It was crazy. You know, we're like, you know, the family that's can't have enough TVs in the house, right? right? So, you know, Blake and his friends are in one room. Jerry's in another room. Brett and his friends are in another room. I think I was watching like Howard Zand or some chick flick in the other room. And all, I mean, I just, you're screaming and screaming and then outside honking and honking. And there's a whole big group of bars down the street from where I live. And just people were going crazy. Well, Whitney lives on the street of dreams. Crazy. And the street of dreams went absolutely haywire and Wrigleyville went haywire. Oh my gosh. And over by the United Center, apparently it was just absolutely haywire everybody was out and about but it was all good they were you know it didn't get out of control i did think when they were passing the bodies i did you know they were passing bodies up oh, above the yeah. heads i thought oh boy and when i saw the barricades on the television set um being passed overhead i thought okay ready for accident to happen but I can you you know i would just love to like 
be one of those, you know, Blackhawks wives, like, you know, just to know, like, what each of them really does with that Stanley Cup when they pass it around, you know? Like, are they strapping it in a, you know, on a, on a jet ski, you know? Like, what are they doing with that Stanley Cup to make it special and make it their own? You know, it's, it's so... Uh, my sister's office in Toronto, the Hockey Hall of Fame, is in the same building, and you can actually go get your picture taken with the Stanley Cup, and it's really a cool trophy. I mean, for something that looks like a keg, I mean, it is, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And, you know, they just were, Patrick Kane was just, they were just. Brett was like, Mom, can I go out on the balcony and shout? I was like, yeah, go for it. Oh, did he hear these two little nine-year-old boys like, "Ah!" and they're looking at me like, is that okay? Yeah, I'm like, go for it. Oh, that's so much fun. (laughs) It was really fun. That's so great. Well, anyhow, my son didn't get home that night. I don't know what time. Really, really fun. Yeah. Hey, you're listening to Web Talk Radio, and Shelly, we have a website now, and it's yes. Please join us, visit us on our website, thegirlfriendsentertainment.com, and uh, we are actually attempting to write blogs and post pictures, and uh, you can listen to the latest show on there, and you know, please come visit us. Come visit us because we are ready to play. So we're really looking forward to all of your. Uh, comments, and if you have any questions that you want to ask us about, we're in full swing and ready to answer. And, you know, speaking of, well, we didn't cover this the last time. I don't think we talked about um, Kanye's baby, <laughs> North, Northwest. Yeah, we did not know the name at the last show. We were waiting for the name. It has now been publicized. North. And, you know, the name is North. You know, we like the girlfriends like to say that ego is an acronym for easing God out. And Kanye, we love you, but um, between the "I am God" comments and naming his kid North, uh, I, I guess they said the reason is because they feel that she's their North Star. You know, this she's is who's North Star? Kim and Kanye's North Star, and this oh. is the pinnacle oh. of their relationship, which to me means like. Yes, this is going to be the the, the be, <laughs> this is the pinnacle because it's not going to go anywhere after this. I don't think. But um, well, he missed his he missed his recording uh, debut for his new album, his release for his new CD. And apparently, what I had read, and this is just dish, and who knows, but he had a lot of his ex girlfriends that were going to be attending his CD release, and it was like a bone of contention. Which, of course, it would be if you're Ready to have a baby. Can you imagine? Right. Last but thing you want to think about is his girlfriends. I also don't get that. I mean, I am God. I am Jimi Hendrix. What was there was some quote that he, you know, you're not Jimi Hendrix, Kanye West. I'm sorry if uh, yeah. the girlfriends have to share this with you or enlighten you on this one, but you are not God. You are Kanye West, and uh, you cannot be God, and you cannot be Jimi Hendrix. So, you know, I hope he haunts you in your sleep because... You are not Jimi Hendrix either. You know, you are a person who is very talented at making music, but you are not God. Speaking of um, Kanye West, let's talk about Paula Dean. Oh my! <laughs> what is her? Oh. Let's segue into Paula Dean. Paula, you know, can we talk? Yeah, can we talk? Because Paula. you know, you cook with butter and sugar. Which you know, if you're gonna go big, go big. Yeah, well, she does. But don't lie about it. Own your shit. You know. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I she kind of did. Well, first the Speaking diabetes of thing, West. right? Yeah. First the diabetes thing. Right. She doesn't come out and say that you know her food's all full of her fat. Her food is full of fat, and this will kill you. 
if, unless you eat it in moderation. Uh, but then, you know, she makes these racial slurs, you know, and she actually says, like, well, who hasn't used the N-word at one time or another? Yeah, why even talk about that? That was so stupid like, what, what, what She so, knows it's controversial. You know, she's be, and so I guess she's being sued for racial discrimination by someone who, you know, worked for her. But your whole brand is about the South. Like, own the culture that exactly. you're, you know, you know, like, she her whole... She makes $33 million a year, Shelly. And her incredible. whole brand is about Southern charm and Southern culture and Southern food. You know, part of the South is that, you know, yeah, you jerks. You did, you know, take steal people from, you know, Africa and you did bring them over. And, you know, yeah, we got to own that. And you wanted to keep them and you went to war for it. She's and, still there. You know, hey. She, she apparently did this plantation wedding, you know, talk about event themes, okay? First of all, I'm not really into the whole plantation theme wedding <laughs> thing, just to, just to throw that out there to begin with. Um, well, what is a plantation wedding? So she was doing the whole... She, she was, was doing the whole, slavery you know, and the whole da, 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 da. what's oh. that movie? Oh, uh, uh, Gone, Gone with the Wind. wind. <laughs> she was doing the plantation-style wedding, and apparently made some comment about how to make it more authentic, like, you know, having some, you know, slaves around would really, you know, oh, you know, just, how, what, you know, Paula, where is your head, that's sweetie? That's just stupid. I mean, too much butter. It seems like you have a responsibility to the culture that you're it's, making all this money off of. I don't know. Well, she's supposed Shame to on be, you, Paula. She's supposed to be on, I think, Matt Lauer tomorrow, tomorrow morning. Because she blew it off. She, she was supposed to, yeah, she was supposed and to then, be on last week and she didn't show up. And then made all these it. YouTube apologies, which I actually did go look at the YouTube apology. And it, it's so, like, edited, you know, like, they cut her off and then re-edited and re-edited and re-edited. Uh. And then I guess she got, you know, called out on that. And then she did another one where it wasn't edited and she was just sitting there. And I don't know, you know, they there's like 300,000 people on Facebook came out in her defense, which... Let's face it, you know, as much as we love, you know, the, our fans, you know, it's about the sponsors, right? And absolutely, you know, she was dropped by Jimmy Dean Foods, I think, or Smithfield yeah, she was Hands. dropped by her sponsor, she and I think she dropped was... by TV Food Network. Exactly. And she was dropped. Well, I think they're contemplating dropping her from whatever the drug is, the diabetes drug. And let this be, you know, I think you've made enough money, Paula. And now let this be a lesson to all of us. You know, to, to to own, take responsibility for what well, we she, say, and she did though. I think she did take responsibility. For well, what after she the said, fact, after the fact, but, but how about like I say, crazy. you you owe something to the culture that you're making money from, and if exactly. that whole southern thing is your Duh, thing, that's so crazy. You know, that's the reality of the southern history and southern past. You know, I wouldn't feed into it. I would do my best to, you know, not feed into it. And I think you have to be very, very careful in this day and age about what you say, you know. Um, you know, it's, I, I, I hate to like, you know, bridge this into, you know, our economy, but it certainly seems to be like, you know, a world of haves and have-nots is where things seem to be headed. Speaking of haves and have-nots, have you watched that show on Oprah? Own. Have. Oh, no. Uh-uh. Oh, What's it about? You've got to watch it. What's it's it about? It's really dicey. You oh. would really love it. 
Um, it's a great show, Have and Have Nots. It's Tyler Perry. You know, you know that Oprah could only, you know, Oprah's network own is a fabulous network. Um, but a lot of her shows are very elevated psychologically and inspirational. And so I can't say the majority, but the majority of a lot, a great percentage of people are not really into all of that. So Tyler Perry came in and he has written this show called Have and Have Nots. It's about the South, which we're talking about with Paula Dean. Oh, wow. It's a very dicey, sexy show. It's about a guy running for governor and having an affair with a black prostitute. You know that Oprah couldn't go straight the whole time. She had to <laughs> dice her network up because she had to get some her ratings up. But anyhow, um, it's a really good show. And it's like in the fifth, it's on Tuesday nights. So I, it's oh, I have to, to check it out. He is incredibly talented, that Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry is amazing. He's got another show on there. I think he's got three shows on there. Wow. Dark Girls and one more um, show. Which and I is- think Huffington Post bought... Own. I, oh, did I they? think so. Yeah, or I, I think that it was sold, or I'm going to have to check that out, but I'm, I think that there was some kind of a merger that happened recently, so maybe things are changing over there, but, you know, that's that's exciting stuff. Yeah, it's a great show, so as we were talking about Have and Have Nuts, tune in Tuesday nights. It's- but, you know, the sad part is that, you know, it, it's popular, you know, it's more popular to watch people on the decline than on the rise, you know? know, and... I just, it makes me sad That's where, again, you know, obviously the ego gets in. Look at what happened to Martha Stewart, you know. I don't know if, you know, Paula Dean can come back from this. Maybe she can come back from it and do something positive, you know. I, I never thought that Martha Stewart could come back from, from her insider trading, alleged insider trading thing. But, you know, she seems to have come back. I don't really see a difference in pre jail Martha and post-jail Martha, you know, I don't know if, how you feel about that, or what you think I, about that. I don't, you know what, I, I've, I'm a Martha Stewart fan, so um, I do think that Martha, I think that they used her as an example, um, so I, I've always been a Martha Stewart fan, I think Martha is just terrific. Paula Dean, I'm not really one of her fans, Hard to say. I don't follow her that closely. I do follow Martha. So I think Paula might have a little more difficult time because what she's kind of alleged in doing is more emotional than Martha was. Martha was greedy. Well, or whatever. (laughs) And Paula's really, it touches an emotional vein with people. So I think that's harder to come back. Yeah, that's true. It's hurtful to people. That's true. Martha might have just, it was her. Paul is kind of like the world right now. But, you know, I was um, reading that, and, you know, speaking of Paula Dean and all these people, did you know that 70% of Americans are on prescription drugs? 70%? 70%. Wow. I wow. Yeehaw! Yeehaw! So, and, and a lot of it is sleeping. You know, they're doing, there's so many sleeping issues with um, people in the United States. I, I, it's stressful in the United States, you know. You know, it's interesting. Pre the Industrial Revolution, people naturally, because before the light bulb, right, people would naturally fall asleep at around eight o'clock at night, eight thirty, and then 
you'd wake up again around midnight and it was quite normal to wake up around midnight, do some, you know, reading or some light kind of tasks and then go back to bed. And now a lot of, you know, um, sleep doctors, because I went through this with my husband who has sleep issues, he doesn't sleep. You know, they say that that's to wake up is bad, but actually your natural body rhythm before, you know, we call it light pollution, right? Before natural light is to fall asleep pretty, to, to sleep early and rise early. So to, you know, sleep when the sun sets right. and rise and when we, the sun. I do exactly the opposite. Yeah. I like, You're to a late sleep in, I like to stay up <laughs> late night and then sleep in the morning. So I don't know. But the, the second most um, common prescription was for antidepressants. Yeah. Which is... <laughs> Which is a huge problem in the United States. Um, everyone is depressed. Poor people. I feel, you know, that's, I, I, I think it can affect you so much. I don't know. What is it? It's stress. You know, it's crazy stress. Well, I also think, too, that, you know, when we go in and, like, blow up a neighborhood or whatever in Afghanistan, you know, that all those people are given antidepressants. What do you mean? In in wartime, in, in other countries, oh, oh, oh. We, that's what, I mean, we're not just medicating ourselves. We're medicating other people, too. And you go into nursing homes, they're all I on antidepressants. I mean, it, it's a medicated, you know, it's a, apparently a way of, you know, coping with adversity or change. I don't know, but go out and shop. The girlfriend, <laughs> right. what stimulate is the, the economy. What is the key to the girlfriend's success? It's shopping. Right. Or even just, yeah, walking and looking at shopping. Just yeah. get out no, there and shop. No, it's walking and looking at shopping. That's what we like to do. Yeah. Get, People get, say, well, what do you do? I said, we walk and look at shopping. Get yourself to a mall. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to feel a lot better after a big Slurpee. Retail. <laughs> Retail, Retail therapy. therapy. Yes, exactly. indeed. Exactly. Then the other thing, uh, I was just reading, Find a Nanny Fast is another article. Oh, wait, could you help me on this? Because this is this is hitting home right now. Is it? Yeah. Why? But Well, you have to, you know, I don't know if you should be talking about that on the air. I'm not going to talk about it on the air, but, man. It's a very, you know, it's, the interesting thing about nannies is um, there's another new show that's out called uh, Devious Maids which is a new sitcom that's out and it's about very attractive girls that are maids. First of all, I don't like the word maid, even, you know, I don't like referring to people that help you in your home as a maid because I don't like the term maid, but, um, yeah, there's a lot of that when you what, have what people, do you home? How, my housekeeper, housekeeper, assistant, right, or, you right. know, I don't call them maids, right? <laughs> Jummers. What do you, what do you, I mean, I don't know, but you know, I just think, they, there can be a lot of devious behavior that goes on. Well, have you, you ever, know, I, I remember you just reminded me, uh, there's a guy I used to date who you know, and I remember the first, the very first time I went to his house before he got home because I was going to make dinner and he said, well, you know, my key is, you know, under the mat, whatever, and feel free to go in. Well, the housekeeper was working, I guess, later than he had anticipated and he had one of these, like, very houses that, like, was an old house, but the inside had been gutted. And so the stairs were, like, really steep and really modern. And she was coming backwards down the stairs, cleaning the stairs, 
um, with an apron on and no underwear. And I thought, oh, well, <laughs> hello. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. What are you doing? Now? Wow. What are you buffing those stairs with? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think the devious maid thing is probably uh, more prevalent than we think. It's, you know, it's hard to have people in your home, I think. It's, 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 a, it's a blessing. It's, it's it a definitely blessing. is a blessing. Uh, but it also is um, a responsibility. Or as my son reminded me as he dropped me off today at the studio, you know, um, not that no good deed goes unpunished, but it's what are you doing for me lately? It seems to be a, a very prevalent attitude. Yeah. And make sure, you know, and, and when he said that, I said, you know what? You're absolutely right. So let's make sure that you're not like that. And I'm not like that. You know, right. let's be grateful for what we have. Oh, those bracelets. Can we talk about your shower? Oh, the shower. Okay. Speaking of devious mates. No. Um, we, it sounds like an HMS pinafore kind of thing. We're the devious yeah. mates. It was, it's <laughs> another new show that's hit the market. Everything about life now, you know, all these reality shows. Um, but this last weekend, I hosted a baby shower for my second son. It was beautiful. And it was just so pretty. Thank you, Whitney. It was. We did it all in lime green because they do not know the sex of the baby, and they don't want to know the sex of the baby, although I really thought instinctively that the baby is going to be a girl, but then after spending time with Kate, I think it could be a boy because she looks too good to have oh a Oh, my. Girl. She's... Like the supermodel of pregnant women. Yeah. She's I mean, beautiful. And usually girls really rob you of your, of your, your skin doesn't look good when you're carrying a girl and you carry a lot of excess bloat and weight. And she really isn't doing that. Although everybody carries differently. I don't know. But anyhow, she the shower was beautiful. Glowing, gorgeous, beautiful. It was a beautiful summer day out on a lawn. It was, I felt like I was on vacation. The flowers were beyond beautiful. The flowers were beyond. They were gorgeous. And they were all in pastels. They were orange, blue, hot pink, yellow, hot pink, soft pink, lavender, um, green. It was just gorgeous. And then it was lime green tablecloths. And I had etched crystal for so pretty, uh, the wine glasses. Thank you. And, the and these chairs were like a chairs, willow, like they, like they were waxed willow, like bent chairs. And they just, it really was gorgeous. And let's talk about her friends. Like oh my god, prettier than the next. Pretty and, and together. Together and happy. And they had these darling, really cute sundresses and pastels and flowers and they just looked and then and accessories that was the other thing I noticed like and it wasn't like they're like you know wearing Dior it was like probably like very reasonably priced things but the way these girls put themselves together just so cute like a pink dress with royal blue earrings yes just really and they're sharp and they all have these fabulous jobs and they had husbands that came at the end of the shower and came and picked them up with these darling little children and they were happy and god i was jealous i know i was like i said what the heck happened to us? <laughs> wait a minute we're standing there at one point shelly and i are standing there with one of the one of kate's friends who's just super cute 
blonde. Her hair looked like perfectly curled. She had a floral sundress on and her, you know, husband had come in his like Bermuda shorts and his, you know, blue, uh, but, you know, Oxford shirt hanging out with, a, you know, Ray-Ban sunglasses, you know, like just picture perfect, super cute. And we're, you know, like, God, that's so nice that your husband has been watching, you know, your son all day. I mean, that that's really like our husbands would never do that. I mean, that that's incredible. She just looked at us and she was like, wow, really? I thought that like that, I, what did she say? I thought that when she I. She said, I didn't think that existed oh, anymore. Because we said, what? <laughs> we've never had a husband. We've never had a husband because we've had several. Right. We've never had a husband that, you know, kind of partakes in. I said not one of my husbands has ever been in a grocery <laughs> store even. Yeah. They don't, they don't partake in the responsibility like that. And she goes, Really? I didn't think that existed anymore. I didn't think that existed anymore. And then Shelly and I just burst out and laughing. <laughs> we burst out laughing as Scott is packing all of these beautiful gifts. And he's saying, okay, well, so, oh, here, I'll help make the list. I mean, it's like, what? Yeah, I don't know. Like the division of labor is apparently way more even than it was for us. You know, snaps, you know, snaps to uh, the new generations. I, what is that generation? What do they call that? That's not the X generation, is it? No, what we're past it? that now. No, we're, but uh, for this generation, Scott's generation. Now, oh, yes, he is the X generation. The yeah. X generation. Yeah, he is. They're great. And then we're going to be moving into our kids' generation, which is the millennium generation. The millennium, yeah. I don't know about those millennials. Kids. I don't know what the millennials... That's going to be an interesting. That's kind of like a. No one talks. They just text. They just they te- they don't talk. They text <laughs> they or they do. mumble. They're in right? complete silence at yeah. all times, other than texting. And I just you know I I just am so impressed. And again, but your sons grew up in in your house, right? And they saw that division of labor the way it was, you know, very. And they saw me doing most of it actually. Yeah, and you had the traditional, you know female role, right? And yet they With are, a lot of testosterone. Yeah. And yet they, you know, seem to really, you know, they're great partners. I mean, your son gave Almost a speech much, at that shower that made me Yeah, he was very moved by that. I mean he was moved that his that his grandmother was there. But almost too much. I mean I sometimes you know, I'm so the other way that sometimes now when I see the boy, I mean, they do everything for their wives and they handle so much. It kind of is like, well, wait a minute. Right. It right. Kind of, I'm like, right. But see, it, it's almost about, it's more than just division of labor. You know, it's a monetary thing too. The exactly. thing that I think is really extraordinary is that in, in, for my husband, it's like, well, if you don't make as much money as I make, you shouldn't be working because you know what, what's it's a the waste point? of your time. Exactly. What's the point? And I see now that in these young people, it's, you know, you're working and doing what you like to do. I'm working, doing what I like to do. And I value you and I value what you like and what you enjoy. That wasn't that way for any of my husbands and I. (laughs) (laughs) And it's still not happening. And it's still not that way, yeah. No, hence the girlfriends on webtalkradio.net. Right, the show we have to sneak in our secret bat cave yeah. studio. Where are you going? I'm going, <laughs> I'm going to, to the grocery the store. Oh, we get a lot of... Oh. Yeah, well, what, Shelly? I mean, really. I'm like, yeah, I'm going really, to a what? witch coven where I'm going to talk about suffragette movement. I, and, I still yeah. sometimes wonder, are they... 
I don't Going know. to the red tent, honey. Do they listen? I don't know. I don't know if they've listened or not. I guess we can't worry about it. We just keep moving forward. You My know what? Goes, yeah, well, what's happening? You move forward. Speaking of moving forward, there was a study that just came out from Stanford uh, that said that transcendental meditation uh, beats any other, for beating stress or anxiety, uh, 10 to 1 for any other technique. Transcendental meditation is where it's at. Yeah, but when, do, how, when okay, so I agree. 20 minutes a day. It's getting the time to do that. Exa- I know, that's what I was thinking too. 20 minutes a day and to just breathe and, you know. Zen out. Be within your own thoughts. And I think I would fall asleep if I did that. Well, I do think a lot of people do fall asleep when they do it. And I think that is, you know, the beginning when you're doing meditation, you do fall asleep. Um, And then I think as you continue doing meditation, you have this awakening where you don't fall asleep anymore. You you just start going into an open consciousness. Exactly. Harmony and just being kind of at peace and centered. And, and it's a Indian Vedic principle that's thousands of years old yeah. that, you know, supposedly, you know, benefits. And now they're translate. They have people that are like going into hospitals and in these pain management. Well, I've people. been saying that they should do that in schools. I think it's, you know, instead I, of doing, I, I, I don't know, you know what they're doing, but instead of doing the all school this prayer thing and all that, I, I think it would be great to, I do too, you know, teach kids to meditate and be in a more peaceful place. You know, in Iowa, in the state of Iowa, at I think it's four o'clock, two times a day, they have a gong that goes that they gong and they do meditation. Oh, that's really interesting. And they because you know there's a Ayurvedic is this center a cult there. Or? No, but there's a <laughs> big Ayurvedic center. What is the name of that Ayurvedic center that's in Iowa? I it, the name escapes me at the moment, but they do practice. Um, Check it out. Whitney's on, yeah, you know, she's a techie good. person. She's, but it's in Iowa. Just restoring a higher state of consciousness. Yes. Just and a reminder. Everybody kind of does neat. it. And it's wonderful. The schools. Oh, I remember reading Doctors' offices. That. And wow, what a great example for the rest of the United States. I think it would be wonderful. Oh, that's very interesting. Um, and I can't think, and when we come up with it, we'll tell our listeners, because I think it's a wonderful thing to do. Um, what else do we have to talk about? Well, you know, Scotty Pippen will not be arrested in the response to the allegedly violent altercation with an autograph seeker. Um, I love Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen would even, this guy must have been really annoying. He was probably very him. obnoxious. He's, he's, he's such so a great kind. guy. I know. And, you know, he's a sweetheart. These guys Scottie are good. Well, Haley Berry right now is in Washington and she is advocating against paparazzi because it, her child won't go to school. Her child has developed a oh, there's a very phobia or a fear some kind of, of a phobia of going to school because of paparazzi seekers. Apparently, even through the windows of the classroom, oh, as her awful. child is sitting there in the classroom um, on a normal day, there are paparazzi through the windows shooting pictures of her. Isn't that crazy? That's awful. awful. I mean, for what? For money. I mean, but how crazy. Poor, and think of um, Angelina and Brad Pitt's child, Shiloh. Can you imagine what that child goes well, through? Well, those kids... Or Surrey. Home, but those kids homeschool, right? Surrey does not homeschool. No, Surrey goes to a school, a Catholic school in New York. I don't know what... But, I mean, can you imagine what that little girl goes through? You know, she always has kind imagine. of a scowl on her face. But I also think that living in L.A., like, why are you living in L.A.? Exactly. 
Uh, you know, you, you're famous. You know, you can fly back and forth. You know, you can. You know, it's a choice. I thought that was a really good move that Katie Holmes made. I do too. Um, not living in L.A. and really taking her child to a more normal upbringing, and she's got the nuns on her. <laughs> it's all good. It's all really, really good. Then you know, one of the latest, hottest things, the hottest trend right now, which I completely do not understand. The hottest new accessory right now is the Home Depot orange bag. Wow. Now, why does why is that the hottest thing going right now that you want an orange bag that says Home Depot? Because on you it? can put your cappuccino and your hot dog in it and your that says Home Depot light though? Bulbs. I don't get it. I, Jeff, what's what's it about? The reusable bags are trendy. Oh, oh, it's just yeah, the but fact Home that it's Depot. Easy. Well, but the Home Depot ones are they they're they're the ones that are With a All right, big here's another Depot. like mismarketing opportunity. How many tote bags do we come up with? Like we do a tote bag for every event we do. You're telling me that these recyclable, these market tote bags, because it's orange, that it's okay. Well, you know, we just, well, I, you know. Hey, here's what our why branding. Why didn't I think of that? But hello, here's what our branding expert told us. Yeah, that's true. Forget about high-end stuff. Let's this just go for a at. paper bag that says the girlfriend's. That's it. Well, it is Hermes orange. Let's go for a paper bag that says <laughs> that, the that girlfriend's it. on it, and you can throw it away. Mar Harishi School of the Age of Enlightenment is preschool through 12th grade. It's a day school, boarding school, offering high achievement Meditation techniques. Is that in Iowa? Yeah. Wow. That is amazing. Yeah, I wish I, you know, I would have been one of those kids that would have really enjoyed that. Yeah. I really would have been. The, wow. If they've got kind of a cute little crest, too. You know, I like the crests. I like the logos. It's got a- I love it. I think it's so fabulous. And you know what? I like what your sister has done, um, which maybe some of our listeners would like to um, to know. Whitney's sister on Sunday, Sundays, Sundays gives her children a choice that they can either go to church or they can go to a yoga class in yeah. their neighborhood, which I think is a fabulous idea. I, I think it's a great idea too. And apparently, you know, the kids, it's 50, 50 that twice a month they do yoga and twice a month they go to church. And one of her kids um, <laughs> says he gets more out of going to church. And, you know, the other two say they get more out of going to yoga, but that there's a similarity in terms of community and, you know, focusing and, you know. I well, think after seeing idea. the outward extroverted display of dancing that your niece does. Yes. <laughs> my niece is not the one party. that likes going to church. I was going to say, she's got a lot of energy, that girl. One of um, my sister's friend's daughter had a, a brain aneurysm uh, when she was seven and my sister just sent me a song. All the girl, all of her girlfriends did this song called Fireflies. They made this MP, this M3. MP3. Yeah, for this little girl. And I just wanted to cry my eyes out. All the girls, I guess there's a studio that they go, you can go to and record these MP3s. Sorry, Shelly, right. I don't know what that MP3. is. But, um, and they, they made up the song Fireflies, and all the girls, like, introduced themselves. And you can just hear their little That's personalities. So and, and my niece is like, it's me, Rocket Parker. 
that's so cute. And she is a rocket. You oh. should have seen her at this graduation party. She's doing back bends and cartwheels. Thank God she had her little tamp pants on under that skirt. That's yeah. all I could say. Because if mean, it was my daughter, I would be like, Getting the whip out. She danced the whole entire night. She, she is. She likes to boogie. But this little song about how we're all different and we're all fireflies. and That's so cute. It was so sweet. So sweet. That's so, that's so great. So what else is on the news? Let's hey, see. Neiman Marcus, new IPO is coming out. They're trying what? to raise $100 million to do to uh, expand their business. Really? Yeah. So Neiman Marcus Expanded. is going to. Doing what, though? What is it? update it. I have to tell you, I, you know, I was in the Neiman Marcus store here, um, in the city of Chicago. Also, they had just remodeled it in Los Angeles. I don't love it. It's now it's getting to be just racks. Well, I don't like that. The whole concept, the whole new thing now is taking these stores and treating them like a neighborhood, right? Like the city street. So each department. So if you have a department has its own identity. So you're in one box, so to speak, but you're like walking on a street where each boutique has its own different identity. So either it has an awning that's built out or it has um, architecture that's built out. Um, I saw pictures of, uh, I'll put on the website, Alexander McQueen has this section where all the shelves are hanging on chains that look like those monkeys that interlink (sighs) when you were kids, barrel of monkeys. Um, and that's kind of the, it's like taking the concept of, you know, being on a street and, and going from boutique to boutique into one box. I don't know. I, I think that, you know, they're going to have to, all stores are going to have to do something electronically because that's where I just at. don't like going into a about store though and seeing racks of clothes, you know, it's like, yeah, well, I think that's over. I think it's, it's, you know, the, we're going to see a time when you're, body is going to be scanned and you know you'll have it on Ooh, your computer that's scary. and you'll have designers and you'll see what the clothes look like right on your body on your computer and you're going to buy from that wow you know i don't even think we'll be going into stores i think that's a thing you know that that is wow. my prediction in the in my lifetime wow, wow. <laughs> well you're listening to the girlfriends on webtalkradio.net and we loved being with you today Oh, and happy uh, marriage to Melody Hobson and George Lucas. Happy marriage to the wonderful Star Wars creator. Yeah. Yeah, and Melody Hobson, who's gorgeous. Spectacularly beautiful. And beautiful and talented and smart and... Many years of happiness. Yeah, absolutely. So to all of our listeners out there, we thank you for tuning in to The Girlfriends, and we'll see you next week.